Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, and today we welcome Patricia Livingston to Business Matters. Patricia, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome, Rob. So Patricia is the president of Flex Structure, offering flexible, durable, and sustainable building solutions for commercial, industrial, and residential projects. And first I've heard of it, so I'm excited to kind of explore the journey and who you guys are and what you do. So I, I like to start, actually, Patricia, is just letting us know what is Flex Structure? Who are you guys? What do you guys do? Give us the, the Cole's notes of who you are. Well, we're basically in a research and development company in Kelowna. Okay. Okay. And I feel a little bit like a fish swimming upstream um, <laughs> because uh, we don't use wood, but I live in BC now and uh, for the last 20 years. But it's important that we, okay, Darren Brown, who has been with me over five years, was okay. with Club Penguin and everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Smart, smart guy is a carpenter, but he's my media manager. So he okay. set up the website. So please go to the website to find out more. Um, where B2B business plan is licensing it around the world. And that's why we got nominated. We're finalists for the Go Global and I'm going to Rhode Island in November. Last year it was in Estonia. Wow. Um, congratulations. Thank you. So uh, it's because, well, BC has the best building codes ever. Right, right. But like Darren said, it took 10 years for us to accept drywall. And mm -hmm. that was six or seven years ago. <laughs> and uh, so it might take us a little while to accept something other than drywall yeah. for uh, living in. And we discovered through our R&D, um, well, a lot of stuff, including COVID, uh, where we had um, tested PVC extruded material, which is basically plastic. So when COVID happened, we, uh, mm -hmm. Darren quickly came up with a prototype flex walls that we sold to Interior Health and set up the Pandemic Assessment Center. Um, and, but they're basically plastic. And my structural engineer um, determined that there was creep and um, plastics is not good for my mandate, which right. was I wanted a... Uh, I wanted to build houses and factories like we build cars, but not... Right. Because I used to be, well, I'm a chartered accountant. So anyway, I do pictures and. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, so I'm not an engineer, but I hire engineers and I master mechanical engineer. I'm on. Um, he looked at my pictures and did the drawings and we filed the patent and the, I did all the work myself. Wow. Uh, and the patent got issued in April and I talked to the USPTO yep. um, directly. And um, yeah, so. I have a patent uh, awesome. for a building system. And so mm -hmm. that's what flex structure is trying to find a better way to build. And Darren has tried to explain that on her website. And I know tons of people would love to buy this to live in it, but our building codes are such that right. you have to have a building permit depending on the use. Right. And you don't need a building permit if it's under a hundred square feet. So that's why our um, prototype that we uh, finished last year, um, the fellow from the airport came and said, yeah, I want that. So we delivered it to the airport December 1st, but um, it, everyone who looks at it thinks of a different use for this that's right. under 100 square feet. Um, 
And he thought, well, this would be perfect for storing luggage in because the Christmas mm, before they had luggage. Well, this Christmas was not so successful. Yeah. And when we went to deliver it, there was still the scaffolding for, um, so it got put around the corner and um, wasn't used um, for that purpose because Christmas didn't turn out the same as the year before because of anyway, lots of reasons. And uh, anyway, it's still at the airport. Um, we've built another prototype um, and we're located on Dilworth and we moved there a day before COVID closed everything down. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> since we had a lot of this PVC plastic um, from Trustcore, because I right. toured the MSW <clears throat> in Toronto. And um, in fact, the president called and said, how come you aren't ordering more of these things? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I said, well, the good news is we don't have a COVID as bad as Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why we don't need as many. And I did talk to the um, operator of the hospital in Vernon and Kelowna. Yeah. They would like to have a whole bunch of this, but they were empty because of COVID. Right, right. Interior um, Health did need walls, and we were able to help them out. And we sent some of the flex walls, the PVC, the plastic, they even went down all the time for COVID. Yeah. to hospitals uh, around BC. Right. Um, stopped doing that uh, over a year ago because we got back to focus on what we set yeah. out to do. Yeah. So uh, I want to show you. Okay. Uh, okay. That was my next yeah. question. So what does a wall look like and what is it made? Okay. <clears throat> um, because I said I can't carry a four foot by eight foot yeah. panel. So you have to imagine this as a four foot by eight foot. This is the outside of the building, the prototype. Okay. Um, this is the inside. This is pultruded FRP. Our pultruder is in Gimli and he throws some graphene. That's why it's gray and that makes it strong. Think right. of a graphite tennis rackets and right. bikes. They're in everything graphene except yeah. the But this is as strong as steel, but weighs 70% less. Because huh. I wouldn't be able to hold this. Right. If, yeah. So the beauty is the outside is yeah. secure, like the prototype at the airport. The inside, it's user-friendly. So this is just an Allen wrench, three okay. eighths um, So it's sort of like IKEA, but better. Uh... As it's itself, we don't need heavy equipment. Right. Yeah. Uh, you can see on the website, I have my two master mechanical engineers, Gareth and Brock, carrying a panel and they put right. it. In. So they've set up the prototype um, in a couple hours, the walls. Right. Interesting. Because you can use a machine. It's sort of like do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so you take this little three eighths inch bolt out. So it started really solid, right? Right. And you can use um, uh, electric, like my right, guys. right, right, and or you can use a hand one, like a little Allen wrench, uh, and you pull the bolt out. Okay, it goes really fast with the yeah, yeah. It's right. You get the a drill, and off it comes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a three eighths inch bolt. Okay. Ta-da! Interesting. This, and you can see on the website is anchored and um, it's FRP strong. Right. Okay. And you can put it down on top of any foundation, wood, cement. Um, one at the airport is on like a wood pallet so you can pick it up with a fork. Right. Right. And ground with any kind of anchoring thing, depending on the wind loads for the right. location. 
Um, and FYI, there's sand everywhere. I've been to Dubai, there's tons of sand. <laughs> Guess what fiberglass is made out of? Sand. Interesting. Not wood. Anyway, um, so then this. Just sits in there and, okay. Yeah. And it's a panel that right. we make with our patented um, frame. Yeah. So panel has like a, a window frame. Think like okay. uh, fiberglass window frames and doors. Way better than vinyl because vinyl's right. plastic. It'll crack. right. So this is our patented design, and it has uh, channels in there for um, wicking away moisture and all that. Got it. Yeah. And this is the design, and it's pre-riveted so that it sits on top. Right. Panel sit on top, and then we boom, boom, put it together. Done. Interesting. And then so <clears throat> as well, and so it's a whole system of basically connecting with rivets. So I'm curious, Patricia. That's amazing. Like I could see so many applications for that, um, even at the smaller, you know, the level you have to go to now, the square footage. But how, how did this idea come together? I'm, as you're telling me this, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, how did you? What were you doing? Where you're like? I need to do something different. Like what, where did that, where did that happen? It's a long story. <laughs> I, I was selling real estate. Uh, okay. After I moved, I right. anyway, moved back to Kelowna to Canada from Houston, Texas. And I was always in on a gas shell, Canada. And um, then I sold real estate. And then my son who was in Australia at the time, my oldest son, he right. called me come back and help you sell real estate. So uh, he came back in 2016. He's really good, smart dude. Right. Very smart. Um, and so 2016, he informed me that I'll never be a grandma and I'll never have mm. children because why would I bring a child into this world? Because it's mm. going and um, I'll never be able to afford a house. And he knew. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're very expensive and um, they're made anyway. So I knew I needed to come up with a better way to build. So I started mm. my company in 2017. 2018, Scott moves to Germany. <clears throat> and so I was stuck with both real estate and the company and I had to choose. So I mm. chose my company and I walked away from real estate. Um, I have a lot of clients and I, okay. Right. Um, anyway, I still still refer a lot of people to other realtors right but right. i focus on being ceo and president of this company flex structure and Interesting. Um, the uh, national research council agreed with me back yep, in 2017 yep. 2018 so they were funding i had six employees before COVID happened and they were helping fund some of the payroll for because i had a polymer phd engineer and all these um yeah, because it's research and development is you start, you try one way, you try another Right, way. right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when COVID happened, um, I sort of came and I drew a picture and like I yeah, said, yeah. and so the engineers turned this into design. So into reality. Yeah. And um, yeah. Interesting. So what sort of structures are you seeing? Like, I mean, um that are people using this for given the limitations right now when it comes to code like what are people building with it right now okay it's my business strategy is business right. to business okay 
So if there is a manufacturer out there who wants to set up a very lucrative line of these together, my engineers know the way to make these panels. Uh, We have our poltruder in Winnipeg who poltrudes this stuff, um, which is a subsidiary of Nano Explorer, which is the world's largest graphene powder producer. So it it kind of works well. That's the beautiful stuff, but there are poultruders around the world. Okay. But we have the design. Okay, the dyes are not cheap and they take a while. Dyes, but this is continuous poltrusion. They can do a thousand linear feet in a day or less of the bottom and the different. So we have four dyes now. Um, The system includes the roof system as well, requires two more dyes. But a lot more money um, if you want the whole roof system. Right now, uh, as you'll see on our website, this can hold a standard uh, truss system. Right, okay. And the insulation that we're using now since January is recycled plastic. This is recycled plastic right here. Uh, okay. Screwed it. And I'm gonna go tour in November after I finish Rota. The Brampton factory, it was just north of the Toronto airport, which is owned by Armacell. Shout out to Armacell, and it's on our website. Because okay. um, I'm Havish, who got his undergrad in Kelowna and his graduate say Western. He lives in Montreal. So okay. Kavish, um, I hooked up with him well, uh, and in, in October when I went right. to Chemex. Composite and Advanced Material Expo in Anaheim in October, and it's this year in Atlanta. So I'm going to Atlanta because there's tons of companies from around the world, but all of their designs for the is about cars, planes. Right, <laughs> right, right. And I I talked to them and I said, did you know that less than five percent of the world's population will ever be able to afford to fly in an airplane yeah 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 car, forget boats yeah and less you know but yet 20 percent of the world lives in inadequate shelter yeah they agreed with me but apparently in the u.s people have tried and tried because and so this system building system is to do it yourself so you don't need heavy equipment you don't yeah, need yeah. if you want to put in a um a wall add another yeah room you just build on and order some more panels and then you're off to the races and it's secure from the outside and it's a do-it-yourself from the inside it's a manufacturing system that any manufacturer can make the panels um a thousand square feet right another line so that's my business model is to license it to manufacturers Got it. that want to add another very lucrative, gives them access to the construction industry for shelter. Got rather it. Than- so Patricia, is it, um, is there a cost savings? Can you speak a little bit? I'm curious, like, I mean, I'm thinking as you're talking, like, you know, time is big, like you could probably construct that way faster than, than traditional, but what are some of the other benefits that I may be missing between the co- okay. either cost and time? Economy is the scale, mass okay. manufacturing hits. Right. And, um, like I said, for linear foot, right, uh, right, corner. Just for an example, if you you only need thirty two linear feet, right. Um, but it's half if you t- 
take 5,000 linear feet instead of 1,000 linear feet. For sure. Half cost because they can pull through this stuff really fast. And same with the riveting. Right now we do mm. we low volume capability. Right, right. Very low volume. But if you mass manufacture it and you automate the um, fabrication, uh, right. drilling the holes, and the riveting, because right now we do it by hand, it will really have cost savings. So tons of cost savings, but it has to be mass manufactured. So to the consumer right now, no. But it's like anything else. You go Got where it. people can afford yeah. it. So For our sure. prototype at the airport, it might have cost us a hundred thousand or more. Right. Uh, throwing everything, but for fifty thousand or something, someone can buy it. But it's a hundred square foot. You can go and get a rubber made one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Plastic and have a shed in your backyard that might last a couple of years after. You... Yeah. So the consumer uh, can access this now until economies of scale get the price down. And uh, yeah, the first prototypes, and we've been approved by the federal government because um, we got the Accelerate Manufacturing Grant two years ago, a quarter million, and that helped buy the two dies for the edge connections and uh, the bottom channel. Right. And the first runs of that and our press that, because this is pressed together, a cold press that we, um, mm. and it, it's glued and uh, yeah. yeah it's, together and it'll last forever so you can take it apart and reuse it it won't fill up uh, landfill interesting right. when you want to renovate you know knock it you all just take down. it with you uh interesting take it with you yes yeah yes. Um, yeah so i'm putting instead of putting it on huh. a trailer you can flat pack this stuff and yeah flat pack it actually we did uh 3d printing um, to test the connection device, device, and then we made a life-size one out of wood to touch, test the connection. So we've done a lot of R&D and testing over the years, and I've been at this for six years. Six so how, I'm curious, we live in, I mean, I'm speaking the Okanagan itself and parts of Canada, obviously, climate conditions, hot in the summer, cold in the winter, how does that, how does the product stand up to that? It, it, is the insulation enough? Like that's enough to, to, uh, uh, have or do you have to have any anything additional? Um, well, the R factor we used EPS. It's been polystyrene. I talked to President Plastfab, yeah. um, which is what they use now is four or five per inch. So you can okay. have R one uh, and two inches. But our, our consultant, and we've had various different consultant engineering yeah. companies over the years. Um, he said I can get you R twenty in two inches. Wow. Now we have four inch wide houses, you know, four by yeah. Um, you need four inches of insulation. Well, up north where you really mm -hmm. need or 20, you can use nanogels or whatever, aerogels, uh, whatever they're called. Um, but this recycled plastic that's extruded, it's recycled plastic and it's around the world. And mm -hmm. Armacell has 27 factories around the world recycle, you know, making PET. And we talked to a few of uh, companies that use this already and yeah it'll work <laughs> interesting so, yeah recycled plastic uh, uh this is extruded but they do a cross right. well um, right stronger and i think the r it's at least r10 probably higher in two inches and two mm. inches uses less material than four inches obviously 
Interesting. You know, I was curious. I'm taking an idea like and actually bring it to life is not easy. Like some people say, <laughs> I have this great idea and then you never do anything with it, but you, you've actually taken it to to the end. And I'm curious as people are listening, like what are some of the, the key challenges you faced bringing it to market? And, and just, I'm sure there's many, but if you can highlight a few, if, you know, if someone's listening and going, that's a great idea. And we'll talk about how they can learn more, but from an entrepreneur point of view, like what are some of the challenges you face that really highlight for you? Uh, challenges are, um, oh, I've had so many. Too challenges. many. <laughs> uh, well, the first uh, challenge is, well, oh, not first, um, shred scientific mm, research and development right. tax. There's tons of companies that would like to do it for you and they'll take 30%. Well, mm -hmm. I'm a chartered accountant and I buckled down and yeah. I read the act and I figured out and I filed my first shred in 2017 and in 2018 they audited me and they said yes you're advancing science and technology you do qualify for shred uh it's a refundable incentive tax credit so I yeah. filed my own tax returns and um then I but yet uh, someone would love to file it for me and they'll take yeah. 30 percent which would be mm -hmm. I don't know a couple hundred grand same with a patent you could go to a patent lawyer and the bills will add up and add up and they'll bill you every month. I filed my own patent. I represented myself and the USPTO is awesome. They like, um, what they call us. Anyway, they will talk to you. You call up and ask them. Right. And I, I read everything I needed. Uh, did webinars, rep so many webinars yeah. um, on how to file your own patents, how to write your own claims and on this the drawings the specifications and right to work my way through the paper system because sure you can pay a lawyer to do that a law yeah, firm yeah. right but then that's a couple hundred grand and yeah. um so the patent got issued and so there's been a lot of challenges um and i started this company i still do payroll i'm doing payroll on saturday <laughs> Oh my okay. I sold my own personal house and right. moved into my rental house. And um i have I'm into this for one and a half million. And so wow. startup capital, I know there's a lot mm. of investors out there, but I did not want an angel investor. Right. And good thing I didn't do that because of COVID. Because um, yeah, they, they want a return on the money right away. That's right. not gonna happen. Now we're getting to the point where there'll be a return. And, um, but guess what? There's no angel investors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. So I'm curious, um, where do you see, like, what's the future for you? Like, where, 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 if you kind of have a crystal ball, look five years from now, where do you want to be as a company? Like, what, what, what's your, I mean, I think part of your, it sounds like your, your why in this is just helping people get a home like eventually like because you can't afford homes right now for most young people that are coming up and i'm assuming that's sort of your angle but where do you see five ten years down the road like wh what's your vision what's success to you what does that look like well my vision is this is like an insurance company's dream mm. it can get it's not like drywall where you right know, right we're facing climate change and um there's a lot of companies who've tried, and we've talked to Scott Jenkins, who started that uh, S2 with CO2 board, but that's heavy and requires right. heavy equipment, and that's only good for big projects. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I guess where I want to see it is, yeah, I want it to be accepted into building codes. And we have to start with com- countries that right. don't have as building codes like Canada does or BC does. Right. And um, start there because right now they're living in paper. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. yeah. Definitely step up, but they have monsoons. And so it has to be waterproof. Yeah. And then anchoring system, it has to be windproof, so you can right. anchor the base and then put it on. And then it has to be movable yeah. because um, they move up the hill to avoid yeah. the flat yeah. part, take it with them, flat pack it and take it with them. So um, there's a lot of challenges ahead, but I see a need for a better way to build. Yeah, interesting. And Darren, Darren wants it to be like building, make building fun again. It's like yeah. Lego for <laughs> yeah yeah there you go that's hilarious yeah because um building is not right now you have no. to get a contractor in mm-hmm. months to a year and t- tons of money at the, mm. and it'll fill up a landfill and it's wasteful this way it's the ultimate it's made with recycled plastic inside and you reuse it repurpose it So, um, Trisha, if someone's listening and wants to learn more, has questions, we probably maybe haven't covered, what's the best way for them um, to reach out to someone or learn more? Well, they can um, call me directly, 250-317-7339. They can go to the website. I think the best way to learn is the website. Lots of good stuff there. Yeah. Flex Structure dot com and it's singular flexstructure.com okay and Darren is my media manager and he keeps the website up to date and does all the okay I, I've learned atomic <laughs> I have my own YouTube channel because anyway um so I've done some of the videos but Darren does yep. some and so it's worked out really well and that would probably be the way to start. Uh, we're at the early stage, uh, early right. stage investors, um, because obviously with more money, then you can go further. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's no end of it. I like the business plan because I never want to own a manufacturing company right. myself. Right. I want to license the the system that we've developed right. to, around to the world. Mm-hmm. To manufacturers around the world to add an extra line, a way to make these panels, and even to Pultruders, the design, our Pultruder and Gimli, um, Winnipeg is in the middle of Canada, yeah. which is good. We have our dies, and they can do 100,000 linear feet, which will make um, 300, 100 square foot buildings, like a lot of volume. Yeah. Uh, on these dies and so that's where the mass manufacturing comes in interesting interesting well amazing um patricia thank you so much for talking today it was such an interesting i learned so much and um enjoy talking about sort of your journey and i know it's not easy like i said a lot of people have great ideas but few actually take the leap and actually bring it into reality because it's not easy like you said it's a lot of work it's a lot of money it's a lot of time um but congratulations because it seems like you you've really uh, you've, you've taken it to a certain point where now it's it's ready to get into market and you're helping somewhere where i think is needed and Canada and elsewhere, like just you just housing has become unaffordable for people and there has to be a solution. So hopefully this can help. So 
it will help, but we have a long road ahead, um, yeah. which is uh, good in a way. It protects us from right, right. something that right. I, I agree. Fiberglass. Okay. Fiberglass, and you can go on our website, and I've done investor presentations. Right. News forever. Every public building you go into has fiberglass. Right. right. You don't sleep in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it depends on the use. Yeah, yeah. If you just use it as a public building, it can be fiberglass, wood, whatever. But if you want to sleep in it, use it yeah. as a house, you, it has to be drywall. Yeah, yeah. Or cement. And yeah. Guess, guess what? Um, steel takes and uh, tons of electricity. Aluminum, 10 times as much electricity as steel. Right, today. right. So we need to come up with, and uh, I know these forest fires, uh, wood. Yeah. We live in BC where there's tons of wood, trees. Yeah. All yep. on the outside, but they these trees used to be massive, and I've read right. tons of golden spruce. And um, yep. shout out to Suzanne Smard, who's still teaching at UBC in Vancouver. She wrote her book, Search for the Mother Tree, um, the Wood Wide Web. And um, yeah, we used to have big, huge trees that'll take thousands of years to grow that big, right? And not 50. No. So we need something that'll last 50 yeah, to 100. And sustainable. Yeah. Sustainable. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Orchard, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Love the discussion. Um, we'll put links in the article too. If people want to learn more, um, they can go to your website and reach out to you with any questions. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Rob. Um, have a great rest of your day, everyone, and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thank you, Patricia. Okay, bye.